1%. You don't hear much talk anymore about the 1%, but we're going to talk about it today on the Driving with Rob podcast. This is Rob, and I'm back in the truck again, so you'll get treated to whatever road noise just happens to make it across the microphone. Hope you enjoy it. To my regular subscribers, I want to apologize for not doing an episode lately. I have just been very, very busy, a lot of stuff going on uh, in my personal life, and a lot of work to be done, and I just I just haven't had, had time to do it, but uh, I'm going to try to do better. Isn't that what you always tell people when you're apologizing? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna try to do better, but uh, but yeah, I'm gonna try to do better. But uh, what I was thinking about recently, and and I really started thinking about it around Easter, is the one percenters. And this was a a political term or uh, something that people try to use as a political term to identify the evil rich in America. The evil rich people who are ruining everybody else's lives and the people who just take and take and take and never pay their fair share. They're called the one percenters. And it was something I'm not even going to try to quote the statistics on the one percenters, but it was something like the one percenters, one percent of all the people in America controlled over half of all the money in America. And and it's maybe even higher than that. It's maybe even like three quarters of all the money in America. I really don't know. But the point is not the statistics of the one percenters. That's not what I'm wanting to talk about today. What I'm wanting to talk about is your place as a one percenter and I know what you're thinking what are you talking about I am not a one percenter I'm never going to be a one percenter but I'm not talking about financial terms everybody knows that 99 percent of the population is never going to be rich or what most people consider to be rich that 99 percent of U.S. citizens are never going to have that life of leisure that the rich people enjoy. And, you know, when when I was a kid, being a millionaire was a big deal. That was what you always dreamed about, was becoming a millionaire. Well, nowadays, the the one percenters are the billionaires. Billion with a B. And keep in mind, a billion is not a hundred million. It's not a hundred times. It's a thousand times more than a million. A thousand million is a billion. And that's a lot of anything. It doesn't really matter if you're talking about money or uh, or grains of sand. A billion is a lot. So nowadays the one percenters are billionaires, not millionaires. And most of the 99 percent we'll never see a million dollars let alone a thousand million dollars but that's in financial terms the one percent that I was wanting to talk about is when you are the one percent 
And the reason I started thinking about it at Easter, as you can imagine, if you've ever listened to my podcast, I have a lot of thoughts running through my head. It's just trying to organize them and get them out and, and, and say what I want to say. But when I was thinking about COVID and what a small, small percentage of people in comparison with the U.S. population, what a small, small number actually got COVID. And an even smaller number died from it. But then around Easter, I started thinking about the parable of the sheep. And this is what I want to talk about in terms of you being in the 1%. See, if you remember the parable of the sheep, if you're, not, if you're not a Christian and you didn't spend a lot of time in Sunday school growing up, you may not know the story about the sheep. But Jesus told the story of a shepherd who had a hundred sheep and one got lost. And the shepherd left the 99 other sheep to go look for that one. Because, you see, the shepherd loved the sheep. And he didn't want any of the sheep to be harmed. Didn't want any of the sheep to go hungry. Didn't want bad things to happen to any of the sheep. But what he was pointing out was that each one of the sheep was important to him. Yeah, there was a possibility that if the shepherd left the 99 sheep, that something could potentially happen to the 99 he left behind. But because all the sheep were important to him, one was lost. The 99 were in danger. He wasn't worried about something hurting the 99 that were there together. They could protect each other, but that one was out there all alone. That one could be injured could be hurt, or just lost. And Jesus said the shepherd left the 99 to go look for that one lost sheep because that sheep was important to him. And see, the shepherd loved the one out of 99 just as much as he loved the other 99. So he was going to do whatever was necessary to take care of that 1%. And it kind of dovetails in with the story of the prodigal son. And we all know the story of the prodigal son. The prodigal son leaves home. He tells his dad, give me the inheritance now. And against his father's wishes and against his father's better judgment, he goes out. He gets hurt. He gets robbed, and he finds himself homeless. And he says, the animals on my father's farm live better than I do. I'm going to go back to my father and beg forgiveness, take whatever punishment he wants to give me just to have the scraps from his table. And when the son comes home, what does the father do? He didn't say, I told you so. He didn't beat him up or punish him. He killed the fatted calf and rejoiced because the one that was lost was now found. And the shepherd rejoiced when he found that one lost sheep. 
And just like the brother of the prodigal son, the other sheep are saying, it's not fair for you to put us at risk or to put us aside to go find that one who wandered off. He got what he deserved. The other 99 sheep are probably saying, forget that one. You have 99 here. And they're probably right. Unless you're the one. You didn't wander off by accident. Or maybe you did. But you're lost and cold and hungry. And you think nobody cares about you. And don't you know that 1%, that one sheep, was rejoicing too once he was found? Everything's going to be okay now. The shepherd's here. He found me. And it may not be important to the other 99, but to that one, it means everything. What has that got to do with COVID? Well, you see, I didn't get vaccinated. I don't intend to get vaccinated because I don't trust the vaccine. I don't know what else is in it. I don't trust that it's been tested the way it should have been tested, and I'm not taking it. But if you have an autoimmune disease, or you have underlying health issues, and that vaccine is the difference between life and death for you, then yeah, I think you need to get that vaccine. If it makes you feel protected and it makes you feel safe, to wear a mask everywhere you go and have other people wear masks whenever they're around you, then yeah, you need to get that vaccine and you need to wear a mask. And it's not too much to ask that other people wear masks whenever they're around you because you're lost and lonely and scared. And if you're that 1%, of people at risk. It means everything to you. At one time or another, in whatever field of endeavor you're in, you may be the 1%. And it's up to us as the 99 to understand that the shepherd loves that one and that we should love it too and want what's best for it and bring it back into the fold. And that's the podcast for today. I know it's been a little bit scattered, but I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. If you like it, tell somebody, invite other people to listen to the podcast. And I will try to do a better job of getting podcasts out in a more timely manner because I know some of you listen every time I download one and I feel like I'm letting you down. But thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Click on like, click on subscribe if you haven't already. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.